Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. In my nearly 20 years as a journalist, I have traveled all over the globe, seeing some of the most devastated places on Earth— humanitarian crisis after humanitarian crisis. There are images in my head that I will never forget. Some of them have been one-time natural disasters like the aftermath of the 2004 tsunami. But we are in one of these settlement camps that we've been hearing so much about. What happened is as the tsunami waves came in, people actually came upland and upwards to what's now a Buddhist temple. It's not a very big temple, but about 3,000 people who are displaced are all staying here. You can see some of them behind me. And the 2010 earthquake in Haiti. I had arrived there just 14 hours after it struck. It was before the military got there. It was before most aid organizations got there. The images, indelible. To this day, one of the toughest stories I've ever covered. The sounds that you overhear are sounds that you never want to hear again. Um, Young children screaming, uh, knowing that they are... uh, going to have so much pain. And then all the patients waiting, knowing that they're next, knowing that they're going to endure that same sort of pain. It's really impossible to watch. And there was the famine in Somalia in 2011. Severe drought and a leadership vacuum led to more than a quarter million people dying, starving, half of them children. What happens to a child like this if, if you weren't here, if he wasn't at this facility? Uh, this child... Probably in a few weeks or so, we'll have lost this child. Yeah. We would lose this child. We'll lose this child. All of these moments and these stories, so heartbreaking and horrifying in their scope and their depth, the sheer number of lives lost. I never thought I would feel that same sense of loss and suffering about my own country. But the way this pandemic is unfolding in the United States may now be counted as one of the worst humanitarian disasters I have ever seen. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Coronavirus, Fact versus Fiction. On Thursday morning, I used the term humanitarian disaster to describe the coronavirus pandemic in this country. I don't say these things lightly. But just consider the numbers. This week, our country passed the 10 million mark for COVID-19 cases. Nearly a quarter million Americans have died, and that's more fatalities than from the Haiti earthquake in the aftermath. On Wednesday, the United States had a record-breaking 144,000 new cases and 3,400 new hospitalizations. In all, more than 65,000 people right now are in hospitals. In states such as Texas and Wisconsin, hospitals have become overwhelmed. But what's different this time is that this disaster didn't suddenly appear, like a tsunami wave or an earthquake. It's been unfolding in slow motion since March. 
In fact, an organization that brings aid where it's most needed in the world has done the kind of work that they usually do in developing countries in this country. It was pretty surreal to land here in the U.S. on home soil and begin working here. I didn't expect that when I began with us 12 years ago. That's Heather Pagano, an emergency coordinator for Doctors Without Borders, or MSF. She spoke to me in late August. At a moment when there's a big disruption in society, then you look for where the most neglected and vulnerable people are, you should find MSF. And I think that's what we tried to do also in this massive COVID pandemic. Um, And here we are here in the U.S. uh, working in nursing homes. And we're now going into winter with the virus out of control and more people gathering indoors. I hate to say this, but many more people are going to get sick. Many more people are going to die. Many people right now who have not been exposed to this virus yet, who think that maybe it passed them by, are still at risk of getting COVID-19. Forecast models predict that if we don't change our behavior by the end of the year, we're going to have more than 300,000 people becoming infected every day. And hospitalizations could top 128,000, almost double what we have now by mid-January. Michael Osterholm is the director of the Center of Infectious Disease Research and Policy at the University of Minnesota. He's also a member of President-elect Joe Biden's COVID-19 advisory board. He put it bluntly on CNBC this week. What America has to understand is we are about to enter COVID hell. It is happening. And here he is on CNN with me on Thursday morning. You know, all that we're doing right now doesn't seem to be having much impact on this curve. Uh, The case numbers are going up faster and faster every day, both for cases and for hospitalizations and deaths. And so I don't think we have an idea yet where this is going to top out. So imagine how bad it is now. Only anticipate what it's going to be like over the weeks and months ahead. I'm often asked, how did we get here? Well, lack of leadership on the pandemic is one reason. Make no mistake about it. For months, President Trump has falsely claimed the country was turning the corner on the pandemic while we did nothing to make that actually happen. And we're rounding the turn. You know, all they want to talk about is COVID. By the way, on November 4th, you won't be hearing so much about it. He even mocked the media's coverage, claiming it was over the top. COVID, COVID, COVID. COVID. Today, let's talk about COVID all over Europe, right? Europe spiked. They don't talk about that. Truth is, President Trump has been largely silent on the topic since the election, and there's been no word from Vice President Mike Pence, who also heads the White House Coronavirus Task Force. Silence as the country breaks records day after day. Silence as we endure this humanitarian disaster. Another reason we may find ourselves here could be that there's no real center of grief. Think about this. The virus is keeping us apart. For the most part, we're all experiencing our own individual losses from behind closed doors, from behind closed funeral parlor doors, closed nursing home doors, closed hospital doors, closed front doors. The point is, we can't share our grief with one another. There is no real center of grief. That brings me to the next reason. Because we can't see the grief others are experiencing, it can at times feel distant and abstract. Psychologists know that during times of tragedy, we empathize with those who are suffering. We are moved, and we want to help them. 
But once the number of people affected starts to grow, not only is our compassion divided among all those who are suffering, but our overall amount of compassion actually goes down. It's a phenomenon called compassion fade. Azim Sharif is a social psychologist at the University of British Columbia. He and I discussed this concept on an earlier podcast. Large numbers are not good for empathy. People who are far away from us is not good for generating empathy. People who are different from us. The elderly people, these are not, these are not the, the circumstances in which our empathy is going to be pulled very much, but they're still circumstances in which we have to do something. Regardless of how we got here, the real tragedy for me The real humanitarian disaster is that so much of this was foreseeable and preventable. So many people died that didn't have to. Public health experts have given us the warnings over and over again, and they also gave us the tools, however basic, throughout this pandemic. We've been living like that fabled frog in a pot of tepid water. At first, we don't feel the heat. We don't perceive the danger. But gradually, the temperature goes up until the water is close to boiling. And by then, it is too late. But for us, it is still not too late. I have faith. It's part of the reason I do this podcast day after day. It's part of the reason I've been reporting on this nonstop for eight months. It's not too late. We've got to follow the advice of public health experts who've been asking us to do simple things. Not to totally change our lives, but to wear masks, to physically distance, to take public health measures seriously. And now they're asking us to please be careful going into the holidays. Consider it Thanksgiving food for thought. If you have questions, please record them as a voice memo and email them to asksanjay at cnn.com. We might even include them on the next podcast. We'll be back Monday. Thanks for listening. Coronavirus Fact versus Fiction is a production of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is the executive producer. Felicia Patinkin is the senior producer. Raj Makija is the senior manager of production operations. This week's episodes were produced by Anne Lagamayo, Rachel Cohn, Emily Liu, Aaron Mathewson, Madeline Thompson, Zach St. Louis, and Zoe Saunders. Our medical writer is Andrea Kane. Nathan Miller is our engineer. And David Toledo is the team's production assistant. Special thanks to Ben Tinker and Amanda Seeley of CNN Health, as well as Ashley Lusk, Courtney Coop, and Daniel Cantor from CNN Audio. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.